So welcome to week nine of our worship in our own homes, but together. It's great to have you gathered in whatever way you've managed today. Uh, I'm glad to welcome Louise, who will be speaking to us uh, today. Uh, I hope you're staying safe uh, and well, and I look forward so much to seeing you all again soon. Let's worship together. So as our worship begins, let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you are present in this place, however we find ourselves. In this worship, may we know that presence more deeply. May we know the purpose that you give to our lives. Help us to find your joy and your hope today and always. As we worship you, help us to keep our eyes and our hearts and our hands focused on all you have for us. Amen. So Psalm 47 for today, which echoes some of the thoughts from Ascension Day last Thursday. Clap your hands together, all you peoples. Oh, sing to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord Most High is to be feared. He is the great king over all the earth. He subdued the nations under us and the nations under our feet. He has chosen our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loves. God has gone up with a merry noise. The Lord with the sound of the trumpet. Oh, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with all your skill. God reigns over the nations. God has taken his seat upon his holy throne. The nobles of the peoples are gathered together with the people of the God of Abraham. For the powers of the earth belong to God and he is very highly exalted. So before Louise comes to speak to us, I'm going to read to you from Romans chapter 13. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who gave their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honour, then honour. Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, 
you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour. Therefore love is the fulfilment of the law. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Hi! Today we're talking and thinking about Romans 13. In my message Bible, Romans 13 is entitled to be a responsible citizen. I wonder how many times over the last few months we've heard that plea from our government and leaders. The people who govern our country are asking us to be responsible citizens, to consider others as well as ourselves. They are asking us to do what is needed and what is right in the face of difficult times and an unseen enemy. As Paul is writing this 2,000 years ago, it seems like this message is an old one, even if it comes at it from a completely different angle from the one that we are currently facing. It's easy to pick fault with our leaders, but Paul says here, respect your leaders, for God uses them, just as he will use us. They are seeking to navigate unprecedented waters, just like we are, just as Paul and the new followers of Christ were at the time that this was written. Paul recognises that we all know the law, all the do's and don'ts. Certainly Paul's contemporaries would have known them very well indeed. Paul is keen to remind us, though, that all in all, the basis of this faith is not complicated. All in all, it comes down to love. This need to love others as much as we love ourselves. In this time of lockdown, we are actioning that love, working to keep our loved ones and others safe. Of course, our love and kindness to others is not the only love in this equation. God's love for us, his care, his provision, his kindness and mercy are what changed Paul's life around. They are who God is, and they are the amazing characteristics that he wants to show us each and every day. Whether you are someone who is well-versed and experienced in this love that is on offer, or whether you are someone who doesn't yet know it, God is full of love and light, and he wants you to know that and delight in it. That is the ultimate basis of this faith the one that Paul is so eager for us to take hold of and know. In the busyness of life, I think most of us can recognise how easy it is to get swept along and leave God on the outskirts. However, Paul clearly reminds us to be aware of that and on guard. He urges us not to wait and put off getting ourselves right with God. 
He urges us not to lose focus or lose our way because he knows how easy it is to do, but he also knows how damaging it can be. There is always tons to say about Romans, so much we can pick out and mull over. But I think what strikes me most about this passage is Paul's call to action. It's easy to think in the current situation of lockdown that we can't do anything, that we aren't in a situation to take action over anything. However, Paul calls us to be responsible citizens, actively love others, which can look like all sorts of things at the moment, and to treat them well. Indeed, treat them as you would very much hope they would treat you. And Paul asks us to be active in our relationship with God. Be ready, be waiting, look to see what he is doing. Paul knows that God doesn't do things by halves. He knows that when God moves, astounding things happen. And he urges us readers, as he did his contemporaries, to awaken, to see what he is doing, to take up our part in his plan, because he knows that we won't want to miss it. So as we go forward into this coming week, let's think about our relationship with this amazing God we have. Is there something he is calling us to think or work on during these times? Is there something that we can put into action for him? How can we deepen this flow of love with God that is on offer to every single one of us? Maybe you're listening to this and don't yet know of the love that Paul talks about. The love that we're thinking about here. Maybe you once knew it, but it's been put on the shelf gathering dust. Maybe this time of lockdown and coronavirus, with all the complications and the darkness that that brings, maybe now is the perfect time to ask God to show you something of this love, to show you that you have a place in his plan that is all of your own. Stay safe, everyone. Bye.
Father, we come to you in prayer, settling into new rhythms, but still so deeply uncomfortable with all that's going on around us. Help us to see you whispering hope in the situations we find ourselves in, weaving hope into desperation, peace into panic and calm into chaos. We pray for those making decisions about the way forward, for those in government, for scientists seeking solutions, civil servants formatting advice. Father, we pray that you would grant them wisdom. We pray for those caring for us. We ask that you bring balm to their hearts as they deal with such unplanned suffering all around them. We ask that you grant them peace. We pray for all those who are keeping things going, those we see and those behind the scenes. We ask that you give them strength And we ask that we continue with hearts of gratitude for all those who are serving us. Father, we lift to you places and people dealing with this situation who have far less resources than us. For those fleeing their homes all around the world. For those struggling to provide a meal. For those with very limited health care. May they find your presence and help. Help us to be generous in the resources we offer, that we don't become self-centred, that we continue to look beyond ourselves in how we can help. Grant us grace as we seek to serve you. Lord, we pray for those who are looking to you for answers. Help those seeking you afresh to know you in new and wondrous ways. We lift to you the people we long to find you. Those who once knew you, but have walked away. Those who have never known you. Those whose faith is broken. Those who are beginning to wonder if you truly exist. Help us to bring hope and healing and help us all to know you more clearly, to know your heart of love for all your children. And so we join together in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
So may you know the blessing of our God who calls your name, who knows it and loves you. May you know the blessing of our God who is present in all places, who knows our hopes, our dreams and our fears. So may you know the blessing of our God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, today and evermore. Amen.